Good afternoon, and thank you for joining us. My name is Hannah Laux. I work with government relations on the NSTA team. With us today is Daniel O'Donnell from Stand for Children. Daniel is the director of Kind Schools Networks for Stand for Children. Daniel, we're so excited to have you. Thanks for taking time to talk to us about Stand for Children's Middle School Kindness Challenge. As many of you are probably aware, NSTA has recently partnered with Middle School Kindness to create school bus specific lesson plans. There'll be more on this later. For now, Daniel, do you mind if I ask you a few questions about yourself? Can you provide some insight into your background and how you came to be involved with Stand for Children? Oh, yes, of course. Um, so, uh, so I am a Tennessee native um, and uh, most of my professional career has been in political campaigns and organizing. Um, and I began working with Stand for Children um, about six years ago. Um, Stand is a national education advocacy organization. Um, and so they advocate for uh, better public schools in a variety of, of ways. And so um, working here has been a great way for me to use skills I've picked up um, in political organizing and campaigns and apply them to, you know, probably the most critical issue um, in a place like Nashville or in, in many places around the country, which is, you know, our public schools and, and making sure that we have great public schools for everybody. So I've been with Stan for six years. I began working on the uh, Middle School Kindness Challenge project about a year and a half ago, um, maybe, maybe now getting closer to two years ago. Um, and so this is a new project of stands. Um, it is frankly outside of our normal wheelhouse. Um, normally we work with parents to advocate for improvements to public schools. Um, and this is, this is new and this is different and it is honestly a response to uh, this moment that we are in, unfortunately, as a country where, you know, in a lot of cases it seems as though meanness and bullying and intolerance are on the rise. And so this project was developed in response to that trend, um, really as an effort to stem that tide, to give educators resources. We know that, you know, these sorts of issues um, really wash up on school shores, in many cases, more than any place else in society. And so educators are are left to not just have to teach students math mm -hmm. and science now, but to also deal with the raft of issues that uh, that they bring to the school. So this is our uh, this is our work to better support educators um, in that movement. That's really interesting um, that you noted that school um, teachers are no longer needing to teach uh, just your atypical math, science, English, so they're really acting um, as um, peers as well, right? And um, yeah. I was wondering, um, you know, you you worked for President Obama. Um, did you become inspired while you were working in the administration to do something like this, or did this come down the line later? Uh, you know, I'll be honest, it, it did come down the line later. It feels like um, and I know that, you know, especially for some of your listeners who've been in education for decades, they will know that bullying is, is not new, that some of these issues are not new. But um, but I really do think that in recent years, um, things have gotten worse and they've gotten more challenging. I mean, especially the, the most obvious example, I think, is with social media and with um, students' access to the Internet. 
that is just not something, you know, I'm, I'm not that old. I'm uh, in my thirties, but that was just not something that, you know, if you wanted to bully someone, uh, you had to get in their face. Right. And now, and, and when you left school, um, that was, you know, that took away the bully's opportunity to bully you. Now, you know, you can bully someone 24 hours a day on social media or, you know, on the internet. And so that adds a whole new layer. And part that's part of the reason why middle school, I think is a critical years. That's often when students begin gaining access to uh, the internet, social media, when they start having more opportunities like this um, to, to learn and exhibit bad behavior. And what we're trying to do with the Middle School Kindness Challenge <clears throat> is not just assume that students will, will know what kind behavior looks like um, and, and just hope that they just pick it up along the way, um, but we want to intentionally teach and foster those behaviors. Yeah, um, so I, I meant to ask why focus on middle school? Do you feel like that's just a fundamental period in um, a child's life when it, uh, bullying is, is exasperated? And like you said, social media, they're, they're really just starting to get into social media at that point. So, um, you know, is that why you chose yeah. to focus on middle schoolers? C couple reasons. Um, one, when we started looking, we started surveying the landscape, I guess, of what is out there for educators who, you know, if you if you wanted to make your school a kinder, more welcoming place, what is available to you? Um, and what we saw was there were surprisingly a lot of resources for educators at the elementary school level and at the high school level, and not as much for uh, for students and teachers at the middle school level. And um, so, so one was just sort of trying to fill that, fill that gap in resources. Um, but two is, like you said, the middle school years are, I think as any educator will tell you, a critical time in a child's development. Um, mm -hmm. That's really where a lot of these behaviors, if they're going to take root, it's where they start to take root. Um, it is also the age at which you can really start talking to students about heavier topics, about meatier issues, um, which, you know, a lot of which are covered in the middle school kindness challenge. I think, you know, elementary school for a lot of students is, is too early to be talking about um, certain issues. And then, you know, by the time you're a junior or senior in high school, you would hope that you already, you've already sort of, you know, been taught and, and grappled with some of these issues. So for a lot of reasons, middle yeah. school seems like the right time. I will say, though, that um, at the same time, you know, there is a need for kind schools <laughs> at every grade level. Um, and so we are um, so we are looking at ways to um, expand resources to both the elementary and high school years. And so we're still a relatively new program. Middle school, I think, mm -hmm. is the right place to start. Um, and uh, I think in the future we will try to find ways to also support educators, you know, K-12. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so I've, I've heard you focus on kindness and, and working to instill kindness. Why adopt um, a focus on kindness rather than an anti-bullying platform? And can you explain, you know, your reasoning or? Yeah, yeah. So it, it, it's sort of anti-bullying, but yeah, like you said, it's mm -hmm. sort of coming at it from the opposite angle. It's, it's less about focusing on the bully and it's more about um, teaching practical life skills that every student needs 
um, in order to be a successful human being, let alone student. Um, and so, you know, we, we, I, I'm sure that there are other great ways to, you know, to de-escalate um, a bullying situation. This is really just coming at it from a different approach, um, mm -hmm. and it is bringing together heavily research-backed content from some of the leading um, national social-emotional learning experts from around the country. Um, so it's their content. Fortunately, uh, you know, we didn't create the content. We worked with the leading providers. They provided classroom content, um, which typically, you know, if you want to engage with these organizations, um, it's, it can be expensive and, you know, a lot of educators don't have access. So we're taking some of the best uh, content from people in this country and, and delivering it to schools for free. Um, and yeah, I mean, really think that in my mind, if, if you have visited a school that is in the midst of the kindness challenge or has just finished the kindness challenge um, and you walk in their school building, you can sense a difference. You can tell that something is happening. Um, and it's, you know, it's a, it sounds like a very simple thing, but it is incredibly powerful when you unleash the power of kindness um, throughout a school, especially at the middle school level. Um, it just makes a huge difference and it changes the atmosphere, it changes the environment. Um, and it also, one thing that we talk about a lot is changing the incentive structure. Um, so rather than focusing on the bully, there is a focus on kindness. And that's one thing that doesn't happen a lot in schools. Um, you know, oftentimes, sadly, bullies bully because they're mm -hmm. incentivized to do so. It gets them attention, um, you know, in, in some ways that it can elevate their status. Um, what this does, schools that are participating in the kindness challenge, there's a focus on kindness. And so you sort of flip that script where all of a sudden it's cool to be kind. You know, it is, yeah. uh, you are rewarded for being kind to others, not for, for being mean or for being hostile. Mm -hmm. Do you find that um, promoting kindness and asking students to hold each other accountable to be kind to each other, that's that's been so much more successful than just um, asking them to just do a nice thing or um, if they kind of adopt that kindness they and they see other people being kind, do you feel like they in turn hold each other accountable yes. to be kind? Yeah. There, it, it is sort of a contagious um, thing. And so, yes, you do see... Um, you see sort of learned behavior from, you know, from peer to peer. We, we hear that a lot that sort of catches fire. Um, um, but yes, the, the, the main thing is that, you know, it's, it's not, you sort of mentioned like a random act of kindness. There are, you know, random acts of kindness are great. I would just mm -hmm. emphasize that the backbone of this program is that teachers are intentionally teaching um, lessons related to kindness and so it is while it does happen that there's you know sort of spreads um, there's nothing random or accidental about it um, teachers are over the course of 30 days intentionally teaching these lessons that mm -hmm. that basically cover like I said practical life skills that students need yeah and I you mentioned um, a few moments ago that um, students um, that have kind of participated in the challenge and you walk into those schools, you feel the atmosphere change. Um, 
you know, we often talk about over here at NSTA that school buses are an extension of the school day. And, you know, bullying is just as prevalent on the bus as it is in the classroom. So what was it um, that prompted middle school kindness to seek out partnerships with National School Transportation Association? Yeah, um, well, I mean, I should first say that we're really proud and honored to be partnered with you all. Um, it, it honestly came about somewhat randomly. I um, met part of the NSTA team at a conference last year. They were actually at the booth next to us. And so we sparked <laughs> up a conversation. And, and, and just like you said, um, you know, it quickly became apparent to both of us, um, you know, the value that each of our organizations could offer to each other. Um, I think what we were offering and, and what we're promoting just as you said, a lot of these uh, problematic behaviors, I mean, you said at least as much, I, I would say in many cases more, uh, they can happen on school buses. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, and so you, you've got to be able to, um, it, it would not be enough to just change the environment within the school building. You've really, I think, also got to do everything you can to change the environment as they're getting to and from school, I, I rode the bus. I, I went to public schools in Tennessee and, and rode the bus until I was able to, to drive. And I mean, from my own personal experience, I definitely recall that um, that's where a lot of, you know, problematic behavior takes root. Um, yeah. And so anything that we can do to make, make that bus ride go smoother, mm -hmm. both for the driver and for students on the bus, um, I think it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. I do think that everyone has had those um, experiences in their lives where they rode the bus and they were bullied at one point on the bus. Um, so I think it's great that we've been able to partner with you guys. Um, we're really looking forward to it. And I just want to see if you could expand on how a contractor can and should um, partner with their school district to accept the challenge, and the challenge being the middle school kindness challenge. <clears throat> sure, sure. So let me tell you just a little bit about, um, we haven't talked much about how you actually get into the challenge. Um, it is, we've tried to make this as simple as possible, and I have to, if I say it three times, I apologize, but I always have to, <laughs> there's no cost associated with any part of this. Um, we raised money to build this platform. And as I said, the, the leading social emotional learning expert, you know, content providers in this country gave us the classroom resources. They are also just as eager as we are to stem this tide of bullying and meanness. So the content came free and then we raised money to, to build a platform to deliver it. There's no cost associated with any part of it. Um, and so, and it's also just, it takes about a minute to register for anyone to at their school to register and after a minute you have access to all of this content um, so oh. there's really no there's no trick to it there's this is a powerful resource that um, at least for the time being we are able to offer uh, completely free and so anyone can go to kindnesschallenge.com um, just kindnesschallenge.com there is a big blue button that says register for the challenge um, like I said, it takes about a minute. Anyone at any school with grades four to eight can register. Um, and then uh, and then once that first person at school registers, that person is then given information and tools 
to get their entire school on board. And so, um, so I, I say that first to say that, you know, there's not some uh, hidden website or some special form that anyone needs to fill out. Um, anyone who's <laughs> listening can just take the website uh, either to folks at the district office or, you know, at a school site um, and, and encourage them to register. So that's the first thing. At the school site, it's very simple. Um, at mm -hmm. the district level, if, if, if listeners um, have relationships at the district level, that is, we have found that is a great way to get the word out about the challenge. Um, mm -hmm. And so, um, again, just encouraging, it's often someone in like the student support services, um, you know, it has different names in different district offices, but whoever oversees counseling and student supports, um, that's often a great person to take this to um, and have them simply, you know, forward on the website or, or encouragement for schools to register. Um, we're currently in the midst of, we call it a cycle, basically we keep the challenge open for a semester. And so schools are, are doing it at their own pace um, during the course of a semester. And then, you know, that's one challenge. And then we open the challenge back up again in the fall. So we're currently in the midst of one cycle. Schools could register today. They can register all the way up until May 6th for this cycle. Um, thank you for kind of walking through that. I know that um, that's helpful. And when you say it takes a minute to register, we all have a minute, right? Um, and so, yeah. Um, and contractors, I think, in moving it back into our membership, um, you know, they are in contact with their districts all the time. And I know that several of our members, uh, their school districts have already um, done this challenge and have enjoyed it and been successful in it and have seen That's the right. difference. Yeah. So I think that, um, you know, in considering why you should do it, like you said, you walk in and you see an atmospheric change. It's just powerful. Um, and I think that should be reason enough to want to go to your district and encourage them to try it. And like you said, it's free. It's, there's no cost um, to it. You know, it's, and it only takes a minute to register and you can go at your own pace. Um, right. There's yeah. no set schedule, like you said. Um, it, so well, think, it does take yeah. 30, 30 days. Uh, the challenge itself takes 30 days, but yes, it takes okay. a minute to register you you know you can um, have as much time as you need to get your colleagues on board um, and then completing the challenge takes 30 days so even the program itself um, most folks think of it as just you know a one month kind of like a mm -hmm. booster shot for school mm -hmm. climate um, yeah and you know a, a lot of schools actually wait until later in the semester around testing time when stress is high you know mm -hmm. and and when there are also gaps in the day that you know, that otherwise would go unfilled. Um, this is mm -hmm. a great way to fill out that calendar um, and also, you know, lower the stress in the building um, and make it a, a more conducive environment for, for learning and for, you know, at this, we're getting into the stage of the year where it's <laughs> conducive environment for testing. Yeah. Um, can a school do the challenge more than once and have you seen schools do it multiple oh, yeah. times? Okay. Oh, yeah. As a matter of fact, uh, around 40% of our current registrants are folks who've done it in the past. So, that, which is, I think that's, that's also encouraging. We see that, um, yes, when schools do it once, 
they are very likely to come back and want to do it again. Um, we, mm-hmm. you know, I typically encourage schools to do it once a year. I think it's a good annual tradition. But, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, there are a whole lot of schools. We've this is now the fourth cycle that we've offered, um, and there are quite a few schools who have done it every single semester. So, wow. so yes. Yeah. That's amazing. And there's different curriculums. Is that correct? So you're never tied to one. um, Yeah, one curriculum each time you do it, you offer a a gamut of opportunities, right? Exactly. So and that's why I think that's the major reason why it's repeatable is that there are 33 different classroom lessons to choose from. Mm -hmm. And typically teachers who are participating over the course of the 30 days, they teach four of the activities mm-hmm. so um so yes yeah, so they can come back time after time find four different activities to choose from um they are organized under four different themes um the themes are strengthening peer relationships developing positive mindsets fostering empathy and then uh, the fourth is teaching cyber kindness so that's just the dealing with the online behavior so um, so those themes give you a sense of what what the content looks like. It's you know how to be kind to others, how to be kind to yourself, yeah. how to interact with people who are different than you. That's the fostering empathy, um, you know, and then how to be kind online. So um, 33 activities that's organized across those four themes, um, and yes, plenty of opportunity for for teachers to to come back and uh, and do it again and again. The acti- by the way, I should mention the activities themselves, the lessons take anywhere from five to ten minutes up to an hour so okay so schools can also decide which activities to teach based on you know how much time they have um and you also offer um resources for those in between cycles if you've already done the cycle but you want to extend you know, part of your challenge further, you guys do have a great website and that does offer some great resources and you can see what other schools are doing. Am I correct in that? You are very correct. Yep. The website's a, a great place to, to go. It's pretty simply laid out. And um, yes, you can see uh, some some cool ideas that other schools from around the country challenge. Um, you know, once you have a login, you can you can log in anytime during the school year and, and access these resources. So, um, so nothing preventing you from logging back in and yeah, and and making best use of these resources. Yeah, that's great, and it's always nice to see what other schools are doing and how they're taking this challenge one step further. And it's definitely inspiring to see what you can do in your own school, right? Totally, totally. Yeah. Um, so I know I mentioned previously that um, NSTA is working on taking some of the curriculums and activities and uh, focusing on uh, creating a school bus related scenario to go along with those. Um, you know, we mentioned that bullying occurs on the bus, uh, sometimes even more than in the classroom. Um, so we have, um, you know, professionals here in the office that were uh, former teachers that are reviewing all of the content and working to um, make those school bus specific scenarios. Um, so we're also working to kind of look through the directory um, that you guys have and the districts you have participated in to see if our contractors are providing services to those districts and really link them up and get them more involved and, and get that school bus scenario also into their hands. 
Um, so mm -hmm. we're really excited mm -hmm. to unveil all of that. I think it'll be a great addition uh, to what you guys have already put together. Um, so I yeah, before we sign off, yeah, yeah. Um, so I didn't know if there was anything else you wanted to add before we um, kind of wrap our our conversation up here. No, just um, thanks. Thanks again for um, for your partnership in this. Um, this would not be possible if if uh, you know a whole range of organizations and associations hadn't linked arms and um, yeah. and developed this program and then promoted it. So um, so really appreciate that. Um, like I said, the last day for this cycle to register is May sixth, and then we will we're planning to we haven't set the date, but we're planning to to launch the next cycle. I'm sure it'll be sometime in August, early August. Um, and the best place to go, you know, to, to learn more or um, to, you know, to, to register would be kindnesschallenge.com. And so I would encourage everyone to, to go check it out, learn more. Um, yeah, and, and encourage any school level folks that you can to participate. Yeah, I've been on your website uh, several times. It's a great website. It's really laid out well. Um, and there's some great uh, information on there as well as uh, different resources. And um, I, I too encourage everyone to go take a look uh, when you have a second. It's really, it's a great resource. Um, so, but thank you so much, Daniel, for, for sharing your time with us today. I know we're just so excited to be partnered with you guys and to really share this concept of kindness and encourage each other to be kind uh, rather than to bully. So, um, yeah. you know, we, we look forward to, you know, your continued involvement with us. Uh, we're just so excited. So, yeah. Thanks very much, Hannah. Of course. Of I appreciate course. it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everyone. Well, I hope you have a good afternoon and thanks for tuning in.